Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. And tune in to Good Morning Aurora. News, weather, and really cool interviews. Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. The time is 7.11 a.m. And you are listening to Good Morning Aurora, second largest city's first daily news podcast. And yeah, the weather is nice outside. It's really pretty. The temperature outside is 48 degrees. Can you believe it? Already. Um, so the weather's going to be nice. And not only that, it's going to be sunshiny uh, the rest of the week with highs in the 40s, 50s. All right. So I got some things to tell you guys about before we get into our great interview that you will see. And this is going to be, I'm not going to tell you who it is. It's going to be a historical interview. So real quick, and you'll have to tune into the live news on our Facebook page to check out the rest of the news. You should be tuning into that Monday through Friday, starting at 8 a.m. every day. All right. The Can Network has, on this Saturday, April 3rd, the Treats for Sweets drive through and that's going to be at MLK Park on Farnsworth from 1 to 4 p.m. CAN is an acronym, C-A-A-N, the Community Advocacy Awareness Network and Not Forgotten Ministries, located at 309 5th Street here in Aurora. Shout out to uh, both of those great organizations for all they do, and this is for the kids. So there will be candy, chips, small bags, juice boxes, and pouches. So come on through, drive through streets for sweets at MLK Park. All right. First Friday returns this Friday as well. The April, excuse me, April the 2nd. The First Friday Comeback concert is going to be taking place at the Aurora Public Library, the downtown Santori branch, located on River and Benton. Right. Yeah, that's Benton. Um, Perry Slade is the featured artist and photographer. Artist conversion of found communications within the environment. Mr. Slade is a fantastic black and white photographer. Live music will be provided by Dave Ramont in an in-person performance of favorites and originals. That'll be from 6 to 8 p.m. Across the street, McCarty Mills shouts out. If you are out and about and you are hip, you might have seen your favorite radio host and BTP there doing our thing over the weekend. But if you were not, then you'll have to come hang out, baby. You'll have to come hang out. Our friend Devin the Artist is having an original art and pop-up shop. Safety protocols are in place and masks are required. That'll be from 5 to 10 p.m. at 140 South River Street, Suite 108. This is brought to us by Visual Arts, which is a local 501c3 nonprofit dedicated to arts here in the city of Aurora. 10% of all art sales made on that day will be donated to Visual Arts. All right. Now, moving right along. The NAACP Aurora Aldermanic Candidate Forum with our Alderman at Large candidates is taking place tomorrow at 7 p.m. Uh, via Zoom. A registration is required for that. Ray Hall, Brooke Shanley, and Ron Warman are the candidates who are running for 
alderman at large, and only one of them can win. Who shall it be? Well, you'll have to tune in to check that out. Shouts out to all the candidates and good luck. All right. And today we have at 6.30 p.m. at the Royal Public Library live a parent's guide for paying for college. Um, at 6.30 p.m., this workshop slash webinar will introduce the various financial aid options and focus on some of the biggest college planning mistakes families should avoid. Tomorrow, live, Royal Public Library, registrations required, before your first car, a virtual car class. This will be at 6 p.m. Are you looking to purchase a car? Whether it's your first time or not, this class will feature helpful tips on how to buy and maintain your vehicle. Shouts out. And then Thursday, April 1st, live spring break bingo at 6.30 p.m. Registrations required for that. Join us for a children of all ages evening of bingo on Zoom. Meeting details and DIY bingo card information will be sent via email. All right. And last but not least, children's craft kit. Sign up to receive a horse or unicorn craft kit. Ages 7 through 11, three kits limit there's a three kit limit per family registration is going on and the virtual tutorial is on april 24th there is a link for this i will post this on our facebook page so you folks out there you parents can check it out after you register the library will contact you to schedule pickup at your preferred branch location pickup appointments begin april 19th cool so just a little bit of quick news for you guys before we get into this awesome wonderful cool and very informative interview Tune into the live show on Facebook starting at 8 o'clock every single day, Monday through Friday, and tune in Friday for Jeanette Splaining. Revolutionizing Friday morning experience for you. Indeed, Good Morning Aurora has revolutionized your listening experience already. So tune in and keep tuning in. We appreciate it. Shout out to all the fans, listeners, and subscribers. You guys have a good day. And that is the news. Aurora history. All about Leland. Today we have Good Morning, oh excuse me, today on Good Morning Aurora, we have Tracy Duran back on the show once again. Nice Hello Tracy. Hi. So, we've got a lot of Aurora history. Yes we do. Wow. Look at all this. A hundred years of progress, growth and development in Leland Hotel. So, Tracy, um, for the show, starting off, let us know who you are. My name is Tracy Duran, and um, I was born and raised in Aurora, Illinois. And my love of history started with my father, and um, and it also started with uh, Leland Hotel because it's a very mysterious type of building and everything. So, um, I figured I'd try to dig in her into her story. Uh. Okay, all right. So what do we have before us? Looks like a lot of uh, souvenir and historical items specifically. Correct. These are items that I was able to acquire either through online bidding or through a uh, local um, historian from Geneva. Mm, interesting. All right, so first things first, we're going to start off with some newspaper articles. What's that we're seeing? Uh, these newspapers are from 1937, and it showcases 100 years of progress of, of Aurora. So this one is my favorite illustration. 
because um, it shows the uh, the mills that first started it first started Aurora, and then moves up to the progress of you know all of our buildings oh, and entertainment. Oh, I see. It starts off at the bottom like right. the old days, and right. then wow. We have Samuel McCurdy here, and um, which I mean, this just really fascinated me with you know, how they're celebrating 100 years of Aurora. Mm, mm, mm. And along with this article, they have a um, aerial view of the downtown area with Leyland and the Aurora Hotel. This is, you know, Soap Island. And uh, this was actually photographed by a, um, a local priest in an airplane. And, um, um, and forgive me because I cannot remember his name. A local priest was in an airplane. Yeah, and uh, wow. he, he was he was a uh, sounds like a guy to know. <laughs> well, there's an article in here of about him. Mm -hmm. so it's just a matter of going through it again, but um, yeah. So it's, it was a um, you know he had his photography. So um, one person I know who would appreciate that would be uh, Joseph Weber. Joseph Weber, yes, yeah. yes, JP. Shouts out to him. Great young man here in the city of Aurora. Oh, definitely. Um, pioneers would never recognize the Aurora Business District of 1937. Correct. Because, mm. you know, back when the pioneers were here, all this was um, just land and they had their, uh, their mills. Um, you had um, the McCarty Mills and um, a couple of other ones in the area. I think there were only about, I think you only had the New York Street Bridge, I believe. And, um, yeah, but, you know, it's just the progress of Aurora was just booming and phenomenal. And you start with the, um, the mills and then manufacturing, you had the cotton mills, the corset manufacturing, silver plate and everything. So, you know, the downtown was a booming business back in the day. Mm. I can see my old house from there. <laughs> All right. Now, I want to see... Um, what's underneath of our growth and development? I see a lot of individuals and faces on this. Oh, this one? Yeah. Okay. This and I'd like to note the title, the Aurora Sunday Beacon News. Right. Absolutely wonderful. So we have <gasps> Mr. William Gosling, who is the owner of both the Aurora Hotel and Leland. Wow. And the other gentlemen on, on the opposite side are his sons, I believe. Yes, they're his sons. So he made a family business out of what are, you know, notably and arguably the two most iconic buildings Correct. in our city. And from my understanding, from my research um, with Leland, um, because that's my focus at the moment, um, it... When Leland was first built, it was doing well, and then the depression happened. But uh, when um, Mr. Gosling had taken over during the um, late 30s, he was able to have it regroup and um, turn it into a really great um, building with um, entertainment and um, restaurants and everything. Because up here you have you know the Sky Club, and down here there were a few little restaurants downstairs as well. Show us the Sky Club part again. Up here was the Sky Club on the top floor, which is now Loft Apartments. Oh. 
know, there, there are many people who always say, you know, oh, I wish they would bring Sky Cope back, and I wish they, I wish they could too, but t technically they can't at the moment. But Why not? Because it's all off departments. Oh yeah, yeah. Think so. So at the very bottom it says, entertainment features immensely popular with the coming of entertainment as a charming part of hotel service. These hotels inaugurated entertainment of high order. In the English Grill of the Aurora and the Rathskeller of the Leland, one finds the seating and the atmosphere which modern decorative art supplies. Here, each evening, stars of the musical world, orchestras from metropolitan circuits, provide superb entertainment. Wow. Yeah, it was... Um, downtown was the place to be back during that time period. And folks would come in from all over, you know, via... Um, the train and and uh, they're coming from Chicago and you know all all points in between and mm -hmm. uh, uh, we we had um, you know many movie theaters just within walking distance at that time you had the um, the Paramount you had Fox Theater you had uh, the Isle Theater the Tivoli um, uh, you know we we just had you know so many choices of you know entertainment there were nightclubs. Um, you know, they had nightclubs um, at the Aurora Hotel and, um, and also um, Leyland and a um, couple other spots in downtown. Man, awesome history. Wonderful history. Yeah. All right. Now, was um, what's on the front page of that? Oh, this one? Yeah. That's another aerial shot of downtown. Whoa. I like that. I like that. Yeah, that's really nice. Now, uh, wait a minute. I'm noticing something here, Tracy. Hmm. Are all of the advertisements in this publication Aurora local advertisements? Yes. How about that? I noticed Weiss German Bakery, 535 Main Street. Mm -hmm. oh, you might like this one. Yes, this was... But just recently closed. And Sears Roebuck. Whoa. What? Oh, man. We salute you. <laughs> yeah, Sears had a few locations in Aurora. Um, it was on, originally on River Street, and then it moved on to Broadway. And then from that location, it moved to Northgate, and then it moved to Fox Valley Mall. Wow. Look at that. Look at the edges. Look at, look at the, I mean, you can tell, look at the, I, I think about the hands, right? Who mm -hmm. touch it, the people who saw this. The Saturday or Sunday mornings, people who saw this and decided to go out there and go shop. Wow. They pick up their paper, bring it in, sit in front of the radio, mm -hmm. listen to the radio. Because and... <laughs> that's the era we're talking about, right? Yeah. We're talking radio, yeah. Yeah. Yep, good times. This is before the second largest city's first aliens podcast, but that's cool too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, now I notice as well to what is our left. Uh, I see two photographs which look like postcards, mm -hmm. and they're both of Leland Tower, a color version, and then a black and white. Let's talk about those. Right. Um, the color version. It is a postcard, and. I actually have 
a couple of these. And this one is postmark 1930. And it's kind of hard to read it, but um, with translating cursive. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, it, what's really interesting about this is that it's that the person is writing to a family member and they're talking about their um, their time inside Leyland, how they were talking about how it's two dollars and fifty cents a room or for a night and um, and they talk about the um, the utilities and everything that they're able to utilize in there and it's just a really neat first hand account of um, of, Le of staying inside Leyland Hotel. Wow. And then this one is actually a press photo of Leyland. And this is from uh, the 1960s. And what's nice is that it show showcases the uh, original Leyland um, signage on the side that was, that was all, all lit up. Man, that's cool. And that's an excellent photograph, too. Like, whoever took it, man, talk about the angle. Well, the building that it that it's inside that they're taking it from was the original um, Beacon News building, like the before it was on River Street. Right. So this was the new Beacon News building, which is now North Island Center. So you know, when you stay at a hotel and you have stationery to write notes or anything like that, write notes home saying, "Hey, I live, I stayed at Leland Hotel," and these are the stationery papers from Leland, and these are from the nineteen. 30s. This is an impressive collection, Tracy. Thank you. There are other people out there that have more than I do, but you know, this is my, my little bit. All right. Now, I'd like to go through what I see are matchbook covers. Right. This is before lighters. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and each of these have um, information on the restaurants that were inside both Aurora Hotel and Leland Hotel. So like this one you have the carousel restaurant that was inside the Aurora Hotel and then the plantation room. Mm -hmm. And then um, uh, and what I like too is that you have Management Gosselin Hotel Company. Right. And then this one has the um, advertisement for the Raskeller in Cave. Which was downstairs in the um, in the uh, lower level, which is now the um, property manager office. Mm -hmm. That's the same one. I like doubles. And then uh, the plantation room. Nice. Which is inside there as well. This one really intrigued me. The Navy Club of Aurora, ship number fifty, for the hotel. And I found out that the club was actually on the fifth floor of Leyland. And uh, so you have um, Navy veterans that would come in almost like a VFW type of thing. And they would come and, you know, just sit around and socialize. Right. Which is really neat. Neat thing. So, and then this one, um, the Saddle and Spur, which was also downstairs. You know, it's really neat. <laughs> background on it. That's for the Lena matchbooks. One one interesting thing I have too is um Leland was designed by Graven and Miger architects who had worked with Rap and Rap. Rap and Rap had designed the Paramount and Chicago Theater. And I actually have 
a business card of Mr. Graven, and uh, which is really neat. So it has A.S. Graven Architects. Wow, look at that. And uh, the, this top piece is a piece of flat metal. What a ship? Mm-hmm. It's, it's a Viking ship. Very cool. Yeah, this one is one of my favorite ones. All right. Now, I see an ashtray mm -hmm. back when people could were smoking in buildings. Right. A menu and then a glass. Does the glass have any significance? Yeah, the glass has. You can see it. So it has Gosson Hotels, the Leland. Oh, it's got significance already. Right. <laughs> Drink your orange juice in it if you want. Right. Nice. Or orange juice and vodka if you go that way in the morning. And uh, the Leland Hotel ashtray. Very cool. And these are um, swizzle sticks. So, you know, you stir your cocktail. Mm -hmm. And um, this one is the, uh, the for the Sky Club, which is a mystery all in itself to me. Right. And, uh, and then two for the uh, plantation room. Man. So you stir up your ice and your drink and with those. And then we have a menu. Right. So this one is a um, souvenir menu for um, for Aurora. It's presented by Aurora Merchants and uh, Leland Hotel. Mm -hmm. And this one is really neat because it has the old advertising. Holy cow. And, and this photo I absolutely love because you have the Zephyr. And then you have Galena, which at that time was Main Street. Put a little light on that situation specific. Yeah. There you go. All right. And, uh, and you have all the signage and everything. So at nighttime, this was lit up almost like Vegas. So you have, you know, the pyramid all lit up. You have the hotel signage lit up. You have the Tivoli lit up. and. Okay, so as I look at this now, this picture is taken on Galena. Mm -hmm. Yeah, looking down. Facing west. Yeah, facing west. Excuse me. Yeah, facing west. That's right. So they had to be up on a crane or something to take the photo. We didn't have drones back in the 30s. Right. The 40s. <laughs> if somebody would have saw a drone, you know what they would have thought of? It was aliens. UFOs. Oh, snap. Right. And then uh, and you just have the history of Aurora. This is one company that folks bring up, the Rainbow Bread Company. Old school. Yeah. We used to make bread down here. And then you have all the photos of, you know, places that we all recognize. I see the, well, places we all recognize. There you go. Yeah. Well, the, the victory statue um, that... It actually stands in front of the um, casino now. Or the casino stands behind because you can't move that. Right. And then... Um, That's Circle World Bridge. War One. Is I that believe, correct? I believe so. Nice. And uh, we have oatmeals. And have recipes in here for chicken a la king, Welsh rabbit, and fresh shrimp a la Newberg. So I'd like to say that if, for the interested viewer, please note and pay attention to what the recipes are. They are very fitting 
of the demographic of Aurora. Uh, it's Eastern European, I believe, mm -hmm. population and early roots. Uh, large German communities, yeah. Hungarian communities. Yep. And then we also have the menu for Leland. So you can order a la carte, order your cocktails and soups. You can get a hamburger steak for 50 cents. Oh my goodness. Look at the, <laughs> this, now this part is cool, right? right? Look at that. Look at the menu. An yeah. omelet with fresh mushrooms, 75 cents. Boy. English lamb chop for $1.25. Man. Fancy. Fancy. I mean, people were eating good. <laughs> And then you have your cocktails and choices of uh, beverage and liquor. A brandy sour was 45 cents. A rum Collins was 40 cents. Mm -hmm. And you can even order absinthe too. Wow. Yeah, this one is another one of my favorite pieces of, of my collection and then you have St. Charles Hospital and the original Mercy Hospital St. Charles Hospital I live close to that hospital now okay it's now it's a um, it's a senior citizens uh, it's a senior citizens facility yeah right yeah yep. right there by Galeen that's no that's New York Street and I don't know. Is it, it's right across from McCarty Park. Yeah, right across from McCarty Park. That's right. right. And that that was actually abandoned for <clears throat> quite a while. Not really, I don't think it was like abandoned, abandoned, but there wasn't anything done to it for the longest time. And then finally somebody came in and um, and luckily you know, we were able to save a lot of the Art Deco and, and uh, you know, the designs on the inside. Yeah, the building is, the, the building is impressive. Mm -hmm. It truly is. And just other pieces of advertisement. Mm. So. Hold on. Scotland Yard Police Patrol. Interesting. Detective agency. Like Sam Spade. Private investigations, bank depository service, personal bodyguards, uniform merchants patrol service. Wow. 217 Main Street. Private eye. Yeah. Boy, Aurora was that place. Yep. That is a cool piece of the collection. It is. It's, it's I like. I'm, gl I'm glad I was able to get that one. All right. Wow. Baker, laundry, and dry cleaner, mm -hmm. East River Road. All right. What's that building at the top, that page right there? Don't we know that building? Yeah, we know that. Ah. Look at that. So sorry, right there. Stope <laughs> and Benton. Yep. 
Yes. Yeah. Now, right across the street from that picture is the old Aurora Public Library, right. which just yesterday was the site of our community blood drive. Mm -hmm. History being made consistently in our city. Which that library was built by Grant, by the Carnegie's. Right. So. Yep. Cool. All right. Beethoven Club founded by Plano students. Nice. This is amazing. Wow. Too. Oh, that's the library? Yeah. So the library looked like before the modernization. Wow. It, that's a that's super library y. <laughs> yeah, that was the original Carnegie design. Right. Yeah. And that was that one. Nice. Nice. All right. Now underneath here, I think we have our gentleman who was our priest pilot. Yes. Can we move it up? Mm-hmm. Great. So this is Reverend Father Leon M. London. And the photo was taken after his plane had crashed, but he survived it. <laughs> he and the pilot survived it. First aerial photographer for the Beacon News. Official name Aurora, given to Pioneer Community by the government in 1837. Wow. Wow. Okay. And this was one of the photos that he had taken from the airplane. Right. Am I looking? Oh, looks almost when you look it upside down, it looks almost like a regular another setting. Yeah, it does. <laughs> now, as I look here, let me make sure I got this right, but there's no casino. No. This is before the casino was built. Yeah. yeah. And I can see my old house from here. Right there. Yeah. And there's that infamous building that was there before I, because when I moved or lived there, it wasn't there anymore. Mm -hmm. And there goes what became Bally Doyle. Yeah. Wow. Awesome. Tracy, this is fantastic history that you have shared with us today. I'm glad you enjoy it. I really enjoy it. I love learning a lot about our city. Yeah. So the city of Aurora has an interesting history, but Leland Tower in its own right mm -hmm. has its own specific, fascinating, and dedicated history. Yes, it does. How can people find out more about, um, about you know, what your writings and uh, your history? Um, they can go to tracydurain.com. And it's T-R-E-C-Y-D-U-R-A-N, like Duran Duran, mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, dot com. And I have um, my uh, research um, bits on, on Leland, starting from the very beginning, from its inception, 
um, when it was originally called the Illinois Hotel, and then it switched over to Leland Hotel, and then, um, and I have it all the way up to the grand opening of the hotel, and it's a uh, virtual time travel tour, and it shows the um, true photos, the original press photos that were um, loaned to me by uh, David Caradamus. To all of our listeners and our viewers, we hope that you guys enjoyed this awesome episode uh, showcasing some great Aurora history from an Aurora staple, the Leland Hotel, located downtown on Stolp and Galena. And for more information, as our friend mentioned, you can check out TracyDuran.com for great Aurora history and facts.